ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Murphy. We are so glad that you joined us for today's show. This is our New Year show. Welcome to 2020. We're going to be talking about clarity and vision and discernment. Do you ever feel like you are just in a place where you maybe feel stuck or you're not sure where you're going or what you're headed for. I know that sometimes when we are beginning the new year, we feel like we are, we have all these goals and resolutions and all these things that are pressuring us to maybe pick a goal or set a resolution that maybe we're not ready to. And that brings us to the topic today. We're going to talk about clarity and vision and discernment, but we're also going to talk about that word of the year that people have. People pick a word of the year. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. And so we're going to kind of delve into that. And we have a challenge for you in the midst of all of this that we're going to share with you in just a little bit. So stick around and listen to Real Victory Radio today. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. Latan, do you choose a word of the year ever? You know, my good friend Cecil Stokes, who was the producer of October Baby, he actually challenged me a few years ago to pray and ask the Lord for a word for the year. I had never, ever heard of that thought or concept and I did I did do exactly like you said and the last couple years um, that happened for me where I felt like a word came to mind and everywhere I turned that word was there Um, sometimes there's a word given that didn't make sense to me on the onset and then as the year progressed it did make perfect sense like when I was writing Courageous Women of the Bible, my word for that year had been focused. And at that time, I had no idea that I would get signed to write that book. So I needed to focus. And so it made perfect sense to me because our house was torn apart in chaos and focus was going to be really hard. It was under construction and reconstruction and everything was a mess. And, you know, we have, some of us have to have some kind of calm to be able to focus to do the bigger things. And I, I, I think God was just ahead of me and giving me that word focus because he knew it was going to be difficult. And I am so yeah. glad that he did because your book is amazing. So we're really glad that he gave you that word that you were able to focus as much of a word girl as I am, as far as studying out words and, you know, where they came from and what they mean and what a word nerd I am. I'm not a big word of the year girl. Last year I had one and I might've had one a time or two before that, but really I have not been a girl who chose a word for the year. I really felt pigeonholed into, if I pick a word, I have to, you know, 
stay with it all year long. And I don't know if that's like a commitment issue or what, but I was like, I don't know about having a word all year long. So I think that it can be a good and frustrating thing at the same time if you allow it to, you know, box you into a place where you feel like, what am I going to do with this word? Or you pick a word because somebody else picked that word, you know, that kind of thing. And so we're going to talk about a little bit more about that today. We did something fun as we were preparing for the show. I Googled word of the year and trying to, and Christian beside it, because I wanted to, you know, see, get a little bit of a biblical perspective from that. And I came up with a quiz to take at dayspring.com, which is so much fun. I just Googled Dayspring word of the year to pull it back up so I could find it again. And we'll have that in the show notes, but it's for 2019. But if you just replace that with 2020, because now we're in 2020, it's going to give you a little quiz. And my word that I came up with that I thought was so funny was courage which is so fitting. <laughs> did you do the quiz, Latan? I did. When you sent that quiz to me, I was like, I don't have time for this. I'm in a hurry. We're going to record three shows today. And then I was like, oh, no, this could be fun. I'm going to do this because I love you. And, and it just took a so second. Just, it took a second. And I was like, you know, we make things bigger in our minds. So I was so glad you sent it to me, Amy, because I would have missed out on a big blessing. And here's what I want to share. So when I did the questions, my word for 2019 was peace. Well, back in February last year, I was teaching at the Billy Graham Training Center at the Cove at a writer's conference, and my good friend, Edie Nelson, who is uh, the administrator and the woman that is AKA amazing in all things writing, was there at this conference teaching a social media class and she brought me a little gift and when I opened my present I love gifts by the way and when I opened it it was a necklace from a company that I had never heard of called the giving keys and it was a key that had the word stamped into it peace and I stood there this is the beginning of 2019 and I went oh this is so cool I love this concept and I love this necklace and I love this idea peace wow but at that time i didn't i didn't feel like that was my word and then as the year progressed and all the things that had happened with you know my my mom's health and with some other issues with me in life um that we don't have time to talk about today and then you send me to this website to do this questionnaire and that was the word that that came as my word of the year for 2019 was no coincidence. So I do believe God can use all things. And it just really thrilled me that peace was the thing that I needed the most, that I have needed the most in um, the previous year. And that I'm going to cling to that. And every time I wear this necklace now, I'm just going to be so happy that my friend Amy Elaine Martinez sent me over to the website to do the questionnaire and that it confirmed that God was there all along and that he was whispering in Evie's ear to give me that very necklace. Isn't that amazing? I love the giving keys. I've had them and I've passed them on to other people as well. So that is such a great story. And I love how he just like wrapped up your year for you so sweetly and just reconfirming, hey, yes, 
I did. That was my word for you. And I think he does do that for us. We want to challenge the listeners with something a little bit different than just picking a word this year. Go ahead and pick your word if that's your thing. But in addition to that, we want to challenge you to find a scripture to go with your word and maybe even start with a scripture. Ask God to show you a scripture beforehand and maybe derive your word from that scripture because we can never go wrong when we are following God's word. Our words affect us. They we wear them like labels, you know, throughout the year when we choose one. And I think it's so important that it be really, really from God. That's one of the things that I want to be really intentional about is making sure that my word is the word that God has for me. But even in that, I believe that if we choose a word and maybe we chose it because our friend chose it or because we wanted something so badly that we're like, okay, I have to have this word. This is the word that I'm going to have because I saw this picture or I saw this, uh, you know, Pinterest thing that made me think that that was my word. Even if that maybe you took somebody else's word and borrowed it or whatever, God's going to work through that because he's going to draw your attention when you have a scripture to back that word up. He's going to draw your attention back to him because ultimately, whatever word we choose, we want it to lead us to scripture and back to God. Wouldn't you agree, Latan? I, I so agree. And I think this is just such a good time starting out with a new year that we all think about our lives, what they have been to this point, the people and the circumstances who have influenced us, the words that have been spoken over us and about us that have affected us and played an enormous role in shaping us as people that we are today, and how sometimes words can have the power to overwhelm us and leave us just feeling overcome, literally downcast and overcome if they are the wrong words. But we have been given the best that heaven has to offer. He is the living word, and he resides inside of every heart of every believer. And so today, you you just did such a great job of reminding the listeners and reminding us too, Amy, because we're living this journey right alongside of our listeners, that it's so important that we go to the word of God and ask him to speak something fresh over us. And, because in him is life and light and purpose and hope and uh, fueling and equipping for all the days that are to come. And I love the fact that we have access to Jesus who plunges down deep inside the heart of God who is the living word and draws out the best to whisper it over us by his spirit. And that nothing comes back void that is attached to the word of God. When we read God's word, it never comes back void. Um, so I just, I just really think this is such a fun topic, but it's also such a powerful topic because we all need to be reminded that words matter. <clears throat> words have a power and an ability to either destroy or build up. Where it comes to God's word, he always builds us up. He always encourages us through it. He always does. He's such a good papa. I don't know if, I don't know where this is coming from, but right now I feel like somebody needs to know and hear that even though 
maybe your earthly father or authority figure over you, or maybe even a spouse or somebody that was had authority over you has spoken negative words over you. God always speaks life. He always speaks life. And he is a good, good father. John 1, 1 through 19 talks about the living expression, God being the word, Jesus coming to earth as the word in the beginning, the word was and is. And if I read that scripture, it says in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was God and the word was with the word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. There's talking about Jesus there. He is the word. So he can be our word. And it goes on to talk about later in that uh, chapter, John 1, 1 through 19, it says, and so the living expression became a man and lived among us. And we gazed upon the splendor of his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the father, overflowing with tender mercy and truth. And that right there tells us that God is overflowing. Jesus is overflowing with tender mercy and truth. He always speaks truth over us. And I don't know why that's so heavy on my heart right this moment, but I think it's really something that we need to know going into this new year. In John 1, 15, it says, John taught the truth about him when he announced to the people, he's the one set your hearts on him. I told you he would come after me, even though he ranks far above me for he existed before I was even born. And now out of his fullness, we are fulfilled. And from him, we receive grace heaped upon more grace. I love this whole chapter. It's so beautiful. Talking about Jesus being the word that came, became flesh, lived here on earth and speaks truth even to us today through the Holy Spirit. I love it so much. I've actually taught on this last week whenever I went to speak to the student body of my the college that I graduated from, and verse 16 of chapter 1 really resonated with me in a time where it could be the emptiest time of your life when you've given out and poured out. And we forget that verse 16 reminds us that from him is fullness and that we've all received his fullness, grace upon grace, and there should never be an empty day that we ever have to live where words strip us down and rob us and make us feel destroyed on the inside because we have been given access to the one who is the living word who speaks over us and speaks into us, and he is the fullness of God. So I try to imagine an empty uh, coffee cup and what it can hold and what it can contain. I love coffee. I know you do too. I do too. (laughs) And so, you know, when we're broken, if we're like the broken coffee cup, no matter how good that coffee is and it's pouring into us, there's a hole in the bottom and it's, it's running out. We're not able to contain the power of the truth of it. And so today I feel really compelled also to speak into all of us who have experienced brokenness that the living word is ready to heal us today and to give us a brand new year where we can experience wholeness. And with that wholeness, then, we can experience the fullness of all that God wanted to pour into us. And it's good, and it's, it's a sweet aroma, 
and it's something that we can share with others. And so the past is the past, and now we've been given this fresh start. And I don't know about you, but I've I've had so many New Year's resolutions where mainly I was going to lose weight, like 20 pounds that year, and then you end up feeling so discouraged at the end of the year. And I think that now we transition to this mindset that instead of a resolution, we just want to be resolved to live in this truth, the truth of God's holy word, and to experience healing, emotional healing, and healing to uh, the damage that's been done to our emotional state through words of others. And we believe those words as absolute truth when they were lies. And God wants to heal us all so that we can experience the fullness of all that he is. Oh, that is so good. Instead of a resolution, let's be resolved to know God's truth and love. Oh, my gosh. Preach it. That was so good. That was great. I loved it. I was taking notes while you were talking. So a couple of things I want to say before we wrap all of that up. I don't know if I can follow that up, but I'm going to try. It's going to take intentionality and commitment. But if you let it, one word will not only shape your year, but it will also shape you because that is what the word of God has the power to do. It changes us from the inside out through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. And I want you to know that in Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, it says, if you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. When we go after God with all of our heart, following hard after him, he is going to let us be found by him. He will absolutely let us be found by him like a good parent playing hide and seek he is going to let us be found by him when we seek for him with our whole heart so if you're looking for a word go to god and ask him for it if a word is what you want but more importantly we want to challenge you to find a scripture to either back up your word or maybe be the forefront runner of your word to help you find what your word is find a scripture and from that place pull your word out for the year because if it's in the word of god and it's from god it is going to knock your socks off just like latan's preaching just a second ago that was so good i loved it instead of a resolution let's be resolved to know god's truth and love that's so good well it's a great uh, topic for us today because how many times have we been frustrated that our New Year's resolutions, we, we just didn't make the mark. We just messed up again. And we just need to fix our eyes on him. And he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And he will help us with the things that matter. And I think sometimes when we put so much pressure on ourselves to accomplish that New Year's resolution, we end up feeling like big that failures and God wants us to experience his fullness he wants us to experience a real encounter with Jesus the son and allow that knowing of the holy word and what it can do through us to spring forth with new life every day and then all the other things will come the weight loss the eating healthier the exercise, all of that will come because we're doing it from a servant heart and wanting to be the very best we can be for him. Latan, I am loving our conversation. It's so good today. I really feel like it's really Holy Spirit filled in that we've talked about the brokenness. We've talked about um, 
hearing God's voice as truth over our lives, replacing the negative, replacing, you know, the things that may have been spoken over us. And I want to make sure at the end of the show that we pray over the lives of the listeners to combat the negativity and replace it with God's truth. And also for to just give them the the fortitude and the courage to step out and believe that God will show up for them in their lives this year, because that's what he is all about. He wants to take us into the new thing, the next thing that he's doing. And he wants to speak truth over our lives. He wants to come into those places that are broken and hurting and shattered and make us whole again. And he does that, like I said, and always say through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, when we come to him, when we seek him with our whole heart and know that he will be found. I think that's such an important thing for the listeners to know today that if you have felt abandoned or felt like you couldn't find God that he you can hear his voice or whatever that was that he will be found by you and we're going to pray for you right now we have just a few moments left on the show and we want to pray for your new year father God thank you so much for what you are doing and what you will do in the lives of the listeners thank you for the show today that has ministered to me even as we are just sitting here recording it and talking about how good of a father that you are and how your truth really does come in and make us whole again in those places that feel shattered or broken or where negative words have been spoken over us. God, I just pray that in the lives of the listeners in this new year, that you would show yourself to be mighty and true, that when they seek you, that they will readily find you like your word says. Because you are such a good dad. You are such a good father. And you wrap your arms around us and you love us so well. And you do give us the clarity and the vision and the discernment that we need to move forward with you. And I think that we just want to press into you, to know you more deeply in this new year. I pray that you would give us the strength and the courage to step out in all the things that you have called us to. And Father, I just, my heart is thinking of the pastors right now who have poured out all year and who have been deeply hurt by people in the church who they love and they've ministered to and their families have been hurt. And Father, I pray that you would help us to experience the living word so that we can Support those who are serving and teaching and preaching and that we can really come and undergird people who who are in leadership board that instead of criticizing others, we use our words in prayer for power and we bring our requests to you using all the concerns and all the words for our nation that we need to and, and then trusting you with the results because you are the living word who is speaking over the planet right now um, and you have a good ending as we've said today and we just thank you God for every marriage that needs to be reestablished on your word for every relationship dating relationship those listening who are in relationships that they know are not healthy I pray that they would run to your word for answers 
and for direction. And I pray, Father, for people who are at the end of themselves with their job and that you would let your holy word direct their path and their steps. For anyone out there, Lord, who just needs encouragement through your word, I pray that this show will make them hungry for more of you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. I love that prayer, and I loved our show today. Thank you so much for being with us today and making Real Victory Radio part of this new year. We want you to go courageously and live victoriously. And we want you to connect with us at Real Victory. Go courageously at realvictoryradio.org. Tell us your word of the year. Tell us how this show is impacting you. And let us know what topics that you would like to talk about this year. We wish you a very happy new year. Thank you for being with us, and thanks for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio.